lot of panic in the world right now. How should those who love Jesus respond to the world that finds itself in chaos? That is the topic for the next few minutes. Hello and welcome to the Wildfire Gospel Podcast, where in this podcast we will explore a biblical response to COVID-19. My name is Ed Waken. If you have visited Costco lately or viewed videos online about empty shelves in supermarkets, you know people are anxious about what is happening in our world. There are lines from cash registers to the back of the store. Toilet paper and other paper goods are missing from almost every shelf. I have a friend in the medical profession that reported that all of their surgical masks were stolen, leaving the medical staff to have to improvise. And we haven't even touched on all the large group events that have been canceled around the world. All of this points to the fact that people are scared, confused, and nervous about the future and the unknown. How should followers of Jesus respond in the midst of all of the panic? That's our topic for this episode of Wildfire Gospel Podcast. There are three areas I'd like to briefly talk about with you. The first is how the gospel informs us about how we are to love and act. Secondly, what are the opportunities presented by the COVID-19 virus? And lastly, what are the ways the church should be so others will know about God and his love. Let's start with how the gospel informs us about how we are to love and act. As Jesus walked the streets and villages in the first century, he saw the deep fear and depression all around him. Maybe he could see below the surface of people because he was so perceptive. Or maybe I am often too focused on myself to see the pain in those around me. Either way, Jesus saw the pain and had compassion to help. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, you can easily see the panic, fear, and anxiety on people's faces all around you. I mean, it's really hard to deny the irrational fears a person has when their shopping trolley has several cases of paper goods on it and they don't own a restaurant. While the medical, business, and political worlds give us protocols on precautions the public should take, how do we as believers help to show the world the love of God in the midst of this pandemic? Are we to throw caution to the wind and just hug and shake hands with everyone, trusting that God will take care of us? I do not recommend this approach. We should be wise and follow health care protocols. However, I also do not recommend making decisions based upon fear, panic, and selfish hoarding that benefits only you. There are real issues that this virus is exposing in our world. We have a unique opportunity to see below the veil of the mantra, quote, I have my life together, unquote. We should be alerted to the fear that lingers just below the surface in most people. Jesus teaches us that we are to love our neighbors as ourselves, as ourselves. We are to love others in the same way we would want to be loved. 
A friend of mine told me a story of being at a store. One of the things on his shopping list was a package, a single package, of toilet paper. When he arrived in the toilet paper area, he saw a man stacking the last package in his cart. The man had several packages of toilet paper piled high. My friend approached the man with these several packages and politely asked if he could have just one. The man with many packages of toilet paper replied, No way, dude. Each man for himself. My friend's reply was that this person should be careful because his philosophy could eventually come back to bite him. We must fight fear with facts and love because our own behaviors and the, quote, fight for yourself above all else, unquote, attitude could prove disastrous to the fabric of our culture. On the other hand, loving your neighbor as yourself can serve to strengthen the fabric of our culture. This story emphasizes what is in the heart of many, but has been hidden or lurking just below the surface. Instead of having the philosophy of each man for himself, we should practice Jesus' instruction of loving others as we love ourselves. You can read more about this type of love in Luke 6, verses 32 through 38. That's Luke chapter 6, verses 32 through 38. We must ask ourselves questions to expose our own malfunctions in how we are responding to this pandemic. Here are five questions that we can ask of ourselves. One, are we willing to care for the vulnerable? Two, are we living wisely but not in fear by hoarding selfishly? Three, will we share love, resources, and prayers proactively with our neighbors and friends? Four, are we looking out for our neighbors' well-being? And five, as we've already said, do we love our neighbors as ourselves? The Bible would have us respond with positive answers to these type of questions. So the biblical response uh, to how the gospel informs us to love and act is to love our neighbor as ourselves, to treat others as more important than ourselves, to have the idea of compassion and love to meet others' needs. But secondly, what are some of the opportunities presented by the COVID-19 virus? How can we spread the love of Jesus with those around us? In this time of crisis, here are a few suggestions for you to consider. Some people cannot get out of their home for a variety of reasons. Some may be elderly and should stay home, while others may be paralyzed by fear and locked into their own homes. If you have such neighbors or friends... You should contact them and see if they have needs and ask how you can help meet those needs. My wife and I contacted a couple in their 80s and set up for the local grocery chain to deliver needed food for them online. This is a technical skill that confused them, so we stepped in to help. No contact was needed, but love was shared with them. What about our neighbors who are laid off due to social distancing at their work? And maybe they can't afford some bill, or can't afford to even buy food. You could call a couple believers and pull some of your financial resources to help out these families. In the network of house churches I belong to, each house church has a blessing fund that's available for them to resource and help those around them in need. If you find a need, 
Chat with believers and decide who can help and how much you can help. Every little bit of help matters. You might read the book of Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47, or Acts chapter 4, 32 through 37, for more insight on how this example of pooling resources was set in the first century. What about neighbors whose children's schools are closed down or they have no one to watch their children while they're working? If you're able, or possibly someone in your household is able to offer to watch children at times, that could be a great help. Could your network of friends or house church or small group help organize a child care co-op for a short time? It's a possibility. How can believers help local restaurants and those who are struggling for customers? Well, if you grab a meal at a restaurant, how about leaving a larger tip? It's a simple way to be part of offsetting an almost certain decline in income for servers in these restaurants. I do suggest that you connect with your network of believers or your house church to pray together, discuss how to pool resources to meet needs of others around you. You could arrange an hour of prayer for your neighborhood. Send out a text or email inviting your neighbors to join you for a few minutes of prayer. If they're concerned about the spread of the virus and don't want to be in a group setting, you could set up a group on Facebook and do a Facebook Live watch party for your neighbors and pray. You could indicate that a time of 7 to 7.30 or a convenient time that you're going to be praying in your home for your neighborhood and invite them to pray at the same time in their home on their own. You could also simply have people text you their prayer requests. But we must find ways to be different enough to make a difference and to alert people to the spiritual resources available to them. You will likely have additional ideas, and feel free to post them in the comments after listening to this podcast. The last area I'd like to deal with is what are some ways to be the church so others will know what God is about? Will we respond like others? Hoard, isolate, be driven by fear? When this pandemic is over, will people look at you or your house and say, hmm, they responded so well with love. What drives them to do that? That gives an opportunity for conversation in the future. Remember the story of my friend at the store who tried to get one package of toilet paper and was told, each man for himself, dude. Well, here's another story from a couple in our church who did something much different. While this couple was at a store, an elderly couple was behind them in the checkout line. The elderly couple shared with the husband how they couldn't find any toilet paper anywhere. Well, this couple in our church had just bought some toilet paper the other day and it was still in their vehicle. The husband ran out to the car and gave some toilet paper to this elderly couple. The elderly woman's face shined with thankfulness, but she clung tightly to the toilet paper and this made my friends extra sad. Here's what my friend told me, quote, If you need something and we have it, we will gladly share. If you have dietary restrictions like us who are gluten-free and you can't find safe food, we have extra and can share. Let's all share what we have and not allow our neighbors, especially the elderly and immune compromised, to go without or worse yet, have to fight through the crowded stores to get their basic needs. This is a great time to tangibly and in real ways love your neighbor as yourself, Mark 12, 31, unquote. That is a way the church can show 
what God is all about. I'd like you to listen to a portion of Psalm 62 from the New Living Translation. I waited quietly before God, for my victory comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, where I will never be shaken. Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, where I shall not be shaken. My victory and honor comes from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O oh, my people, trust in Him at all times. Pour out your hearts to Him, for God is our refuge. Don't make your living by extortion or put your hope in stealing. And if your wealth increases, don't make it the center of your life. God has spoken plainly, and I have heard it many times. Power, O oh God, belongs to you. Unfailing love, O oh Lord, is yours. Surely you repay all people according to what they have done. There's also a little section in John chapter 13, 34 and 35 from the New Living Translation, which reads, So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other, just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Those are words from the lips of Jesus. I hope this podcast has helped you understand a measured and biblical response to the COVID-19 pandemic. If you'd like more information about Wildfire Gospel, go to wildfiregospel.com. There you'll find information on getting equipped to share and live out your faith in Jesus naturally and freely. I hope these thoughts have been of some benefit to you today. Blessings and spread the love of Jesus broadly.